habit tips and tricks. Let's get into it and welcome back to Life Goals in Progress. Did you like that little change up in the intro? Can't make you too comfortable around here, okay? I love habits think that habits are one of the most powerful way to encourage yourself to do things in the most effortless way possible, which is like totally my jam. The more that we can become our best selves with the least amount of work is the ideal place to be. (laughs) This is a very lazy girl approved episode. So I want to just talk about some hacks that I do that make me feel good. And what I always come back to with these things is there's always this before version and after version when you are making any change in your life. And so that before version is the way that you've always done things. And so you kind of already know how it goes currently. And if you are sick and tired of your own BS, which I have been in a few areas of my life, I'm just like, okay, seriously, like let's create some habits and systems around this because we're tired of feeling the same way over and over again. But that right there, that feeling of being sick and tired of your own BS is the thing that propels you to be motivated for change, right? And to come back to that, well, why not try this new method? Because this old method hasn't been working for me. And I know how that goes. Like I know how it is to stay the same. So why not be open to making some small changes that might make me feel better? One of the my favorite ways to have a new habit in my life is to swap it out with a new one. So I never like to say that we are taking away a bad habit. First of all, I don't like categorizing it as bad. They don't need that identity and I don't feel like we necessarily need to label things bad or good. It's really like the intention behind it and how we feel about it, right? It could be a fine habit for other people and not a good habit for us. So basically, it's just like replacing that one thing but adding in something that is bringing in more value so you don't feel like you are a child whose toy is being taken away from them, right? Like I feel, I'm not a mom, but I feel like if you are taking a toy away, but then giving in, giving a better toy, it's a lot less depressing to be left with nothing than to have something in replacement that is ideally better. And that does not mean that habit changes are always easy. They can be very difficult, especially in those first few weeks of doing a new habit. But that exchange helps you to feel that reward feeling that we really need when it comes to our brain and habit change. Like having that reward helps us to incentivize ourselves basically to keep doing that habit. Because if you felt like, you know, going to the gym did nothing for you and you had no like happiness hormone change happening in there, (laughs) if you had no, no reward, then you might not feel like it's worth doing, right? Even though you know mentally it will have a long-term reward, we are so short-term focused in our lives that we need those incentives sometimes or those like triggers to keep us going on a regular consistent basis. Research has definitely shown that future self-thinking in terms of like, oh, this will be really great for my, like getting a six pack, you know, in the future. We just can't think like that. Like it's so hard for us to picture that versus feeling like, oh, I'm gonna, um, I don't know, what what are rewards for our, our fitness, our mental health? I think mental health, honestly, is the biggest one for me to keep going because I think about this a lot for the how 
habit of Pilates that I go to and try to make every day. And it doesn't happen every day. Like it didn't happen the last two days because I don't know, work things and just, okay, this is making me feel bad. (laughs) But I went Monday through Wednesday. Okay. Okay. What gets me there most days is the fact that I know for my mental health, I need to get outside every day. I need to take a walk and I need that workout to feel good. And it's fine if I miss a day here and there, but overall, I know that if I miss more than a few days, like I'm not going to feel my best and I need to be active in some way, shape or form. And this is the way that I prefer to do it. And so those are kind of like my incentives. And I always come back to the thing that I said earlier, which is like, I know what it feels like when I don't work out or I don't move my body or if I don't get outside. Like I know how that feels. It doesn't feel good. In fact, today I don't feel good because I haven't done those things. And it's always a really good consistent reminder of why I make these habit choices that I do. It does become more of a flow of like, this is just the thing that I do as you do it more consistently, you don't even really think about it. And there are days that I don't feel like it, that I still show up and I do the thing just because my body's so used to this certain time of me going there. And I think the last couple weeks have been a little bit off just because I have been doing new times for my gym. So it's not been as like, I don't know, as set as like 6 p.m. every single day. And ideally, that would be what my workout would look like is like same exact time every single day. But that's just me. That's because I love habits. Does not have to work the same for you, but I think it's really powerful to have a set time and place for your activity. I think what gets in the way of a lot of people is the fact that they're just like so ambiguous about how you're going to go about doing that goal that you have for yourself. And when I had the membership for Life Goals I remember hearing people consistently talking about the goals that they were setting and saying that, you know, they would list their goals and I could immediately be like, "Mm, like, I just feel like that person is not going to make this happen. And it was no judgment on them, but it was just the way that they were structuring their habits or their goals. They weren't even getting down to the habit level, right? It was just like a really big goal. Like I'm going to post more on social media this month, or I'm going to eat healthier. And it's like, unless we're diving into to our grocery list and what we're actually making that month, it's so hard to just eat healthier generally, right? Like that is such a big goal that is like, what What does that even mean, right? You have to define what these goals, these bigger picture goals look like to you break them down on such a micro level and also just like simplify it as simple as possible. Adding in a green to your meals is a simple idea. It doesn't mean everything is super healthy and I think that's also important to just like not make things so challenging on ourselves. I'm just gonna keep it simple and start adding in more greens and maybe make my portions a little smaller. These are personal goals. Anyway, so yeah, simplify those things, make it less harder on yourself than it needs to be. I think a lot of times what happens is when we want to make a lifestyle change, we want to change it on such a grand scale because we've been neglecting it for a while. So if we want to start working on our fitness or our health, we want to do the most extreme version of it. And I don't condone doing that, but if you need to do that for a week or so, like you need to go hardcore, fine. But always come back to 
something that is realistic to be consistent with. And those intense goals that you have are most likely going to be something that you do for a small period. And even if you are successful with it, it's not going to be a long-term habit that you can do consistently. So the more that you make these habits, these small tasks that you have recurring in your life, just effortlessly a part of your life, the more you're going to be able to feel put together. And something that I always come back to is the way that I feel like I'm not doing much when I'm doing habits, like little things, right? Like my picking up before bed. But when I don't do them, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like you just realize how put together you have been when you're a hot mess in those areas. You're just like, oh my gosh, you know, like I didn't know those little things were helping me so much but they really were doing a lot with, again, the least amount of effort, right? I also feel like when you are able to keep things pretty, like, okay, and not even, like, the best, right? Like, I'm gonna use this, I'm just gonna keep with the cleaning example. If you're able to keep your space, like, relatively clean, like, not perfect, but you're just picking up a little every day, and you're just doing a few things to keep it good, then it makes it so much easier to get motivated to do the bigger tasks, like, the deeper clean. So, it's, like, you pick up during the week, you have, like, a 10-minute cleanup or whatever, and then you're more motivated because you can actually see the ground and everything is picked up and looks nice enough that you feel like going to that extra level. At least that's how I feel because I feel like feels very overwhelming of a task when things are beyond the point of it's going to take hours to do that thing. Then I am so frustrated and just overwhelmed that I will neglect it for so much longer than if I'm just doing those little things every day to keep it at a manageable place. So in the fitness side of things, that could look like not necessarily going for a run or doing a really high intensity workout, but feeling realistically not motivated very often to do that. So it's really rare versus like consistently doing yoga and Pilates or doing something that or walking, right? Like just doing something that is lower impact and maybe like takes a little bit longer to see dramatic results, but you're much more likely to be consistent with that. I think that really should factor into your game plan for your lifestyle, like doing those things on a habit level that you're actually going to do and you're actually going to stick to six months from now. And you don't have to think about it like that, of course, but like realistically, if you're not somebody who enjoys running, like, are you going to stick with that six months from now? And I am not telling you that you can't. I'm just saying choose something that you are excited about doing for a good amount of time and not something that you already know when you set that habit in the first place. You're like, mm this will probably last a good week or two. Like we know ourselves. We know ourselves really, really well. And again, I'm not saying that you can't prove yourself wrong. I love that. I think it's a really important part of our growth is pushing ourselves and expanding ourselves to do things we never thought ourselves possible. But sometimes that needs to be like step by step and doesn't need to be a dramatic change. But for other people, a dramatic change is just what you need in order to do that life reset, that like really push yourself and get out of a funk. So get to know whatever works for you. I think habits are a very powerful way to change your life at a very lazy girl approved pace. 
So that's what I like to do. And I have so much more I could talk about on this. So I'll probably do more episodes on this and I have done other episodes in the past too. So go listen to those and yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you rated and subscribed and left a review. It really helps the podcast. And if you are interested in our resources, lifegoalsmag.com has tons of resources for personal development and living your best life. And I now have goal sessions. So if you are interested in making an action plan for goals that you've been wanting to do forever, but you haven't mapped out, maybe you feel a little stuck on the game plan and figuring out how to, you know, make it actually achievable for your life. That will be all linked in the description below. And until next time, come chat with us on Instagram at Life Goals Mag.